welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Tiro, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. We begin our discussion of symbols with angels. Now, angels I find to be a topic that is misunderstood. There are misconceptions, and we are here to talk about some information that I, in my humble opinion, would find more beneficial, especially for newbies and new fortune tellers. You're looking for different things when you are using different divinatory systems, and there might be images and symbols that, that will help your intuitive juices, that will help your intuition and understanding what is being relayed to you, right? Or what you are picking up on when you are laying the cards out or when you are laying out whatever form of divination system you're using. Angels, I find that people tend to think that angels are always good. They're always there to protect you. There's unconditional love. Everything is lovey-dovey. There's all this happiness surrounding angels. And I find that that is not the case. In my humble opinion, angels are neutral. Okay, they have a job to do, and whether it impacts you in a positive or in a negative way is up to you. It is up to the querent. And so you're going to be taking a look at the other things that are going on, either other cards that are happening, other symbols that are in relation to this, to really find out what is being conveyed to you. So angels in and of themselves are, are known to overshadow us and overshadow humans and have an impact on our lives. Again, the impact does depend on each individual, but they again, they have a role to play and at different times, there are going to be different reasons for them showing up and doing different jobs. For all intents and purposes though, what I want you to remember is that they are messengers. Okay, they are there to announce, to tell, to provide a revelation, to proclaim some information, to assist and guide. Okay, that is their main role. The actual word angel has been translated into the English language, but it was all it was originally the word that we use for messenger. So angelos was originally the word for messenger. So that's what they do. They provide the message, okay? Now, how they provide that message and what that message is, is going to vary at different times. So they can be an emissary del delivering a message in the form of a dream, in the form of a vision, through the cards, through whatever oracle system that you're using, even scrying, they can be a source for that. They could even enter in during those states of meditation that we have. Um, when, we, when we meditate and we're just trying to kind of clear out all the other voices in our head, you know, outside influences and we just want to hear our own voice, they could be the ones that enter in during that state of meditation or a state of psychic unfolding, as it were. So they can come in and deliver this message or announce, tell, proclaim, provide revelation, provide assistance through dreams and visions or through this, you know, meditative state. Okay. 
Now, they can also be heard in celestial voices, meaning you can hear a message through music, through a choir, through songs, right? And that is why we often say, you know, sometimes we're receiving messages through music, a movie, or some sort of arts. That is actually how angels can also deliver their message. They can take the shape and in in the form of a human being or an or an animal form, and that is both male and female. So sometimes people feel like, oh, can they be androgynous? I would say, you know, for the most part, it's not androgynous. At the time that you need it, they are going to take the form that you need most, right? Or the, the form that you are most receptive to or what they feel is most beneficial at that time. And I find that there are reasons for taking on the male form or the reason for taking a female form. Remember, the animus animus has an impact on our life. We need both sides, right? We need that balance. So being androgynous or being unknown or unclear is not what the messenger would normally have um, in their role. They're trying to assist. So they're going to try to be as clear as possible, but it's based on you, on how the message is received by you. They can also move as a star, a cloud, or even a fire, depending on the type of message that they are trying to deliver. And of course, many say that their wings are the tokens of knowledge. It's like that backpack. It's like the purse you carry on your back that is full of information, important information, right? But while they're in movement, while they're in flight, it is of no use. It is now when they are no longer moving that they are transmitting this information to you. Now, lastly, as an undercurrent and as the most important part, uh, they bring potential. And that potential is to create, to save, or destroy. And so in that sense, that is why I say to you that this, oh, they're always positive. It's absolutely wonderful. There's this unconditional love. They're always there to guide and protect you. Not so. Not so. Okay, they can be there to help you and assist you, guide you. They can help you through that creative process if you need it. They could even be there to save. And that's why many consider angels to be a form of protection. But they can also be there for destruction. Okay, and so oftentimes if they're there to give a proclamation of judgment, the judgment can be good right? Based on what you've done. Remember karma, you know, they are there based on what you've done in the past to deliver that proclamation and that final judgment to say, look, you've done a good job. You were moral, you were ethical, you did the right thing. But if, if someone has failed to do that, then their judgment is not going to be a favorable judgment. And they can proclaim that destruction as a result of our actions, as a result of something that has occurred that was not right, destruction and annihilation is, is what is, you know, the tower falls as it were. And so that it is not always that they are there to shield us from coming off unscathed from some sort of, um, you know, repercussion 
that we are deserving of in many instances. So you're always thinking, if you're thinking that the angels are always there to look after us and protect us, no, no. The lesson can come in the form of, you know what? I'm going to let you go through this school of hard knocks because you didn't learn and you knew better than to do da, 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 X, Y, and Z. And now I'm bringing the judgment to you. I tried to help you. I tried to assist you. You did not respond to that. You did not respond to the assistance. I, I tried to tell you, you did not listen. You ignored the signs. You ignored the messages. I came in various forums. With each form, you tried to ignore me. And now, and now the judgment is not favorable in this sense. Okay. And so what will, what will the outcome be? It will not be a favorable one. You're not going to like it. Okay. So therein is my humble opinion. Now I know that many people have different and various thoughts. Some people find that, oh, okay, that's the role of the devil. But if you have done your research, then you know that the angels and the devil all started off the same and each has a role to play, right? And so again, we're back to different things for different times and different reasons. Again, they overshadow us and they do have an impact on our lives, but that impact is based on us. So again, in my humble opinion, when you see the angel, you're going to be thinking what message do they have to convey and in what form and for what reason? What is your response to this angel? Are you going to listen? Are you going to implement some things? If you do, then, then they could be a source of hope for you. They could be a source leading to love and protection. Absolutely, they could do that. But, you know, for all intents and purposes, they're there to give you a message and you're there to listen. Okay, now that's it for now. I'm so glad that you were able to join me. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Blackwood Tarot, where we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com, and you'll either book a reading there. There's also, uh, just for fortune tellers, you can do a reading for yourself. And if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune teller's consultation. And so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos like how-to videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.